Hey, Capacity Audience. Uh, sitting down for another interview space podcast today. We're sitting down with uh, Dr. Tortino of Pan- uh, Pangea Chiropractic. Uh, they've been based out of Central Oregon, I think, for over five years now, and I've got to know them the last year or so. Uh, often PTs and chiros, they tend to combat about things, which I think is silly. Uh Andrew, which is his first name, is just a class act, but really the way he approaches his care I think really resonates with me, and I know it resonates with his clients. Uh, It's nice to find like-minded individuals and have a chance to sit down and talk with them. Um, So you'll get to learn a little bit about his story, his methodology, how he approaches care, and kind of my two cents on how maybe the way we approach things is, is similar. I think one topic that we cover of like no one's perfect for everyone and finding your niche will really resonate. Um, but it's also interesting to hear about his view of the biomechanics and how he handles clients and the whole interaction. So I think you'll really appreciate it. Uh, we do give kind of a little plug to him at the end, but if you're in the area, I highly recommend looking into him or trying to learn more about his approach to things. Cause I think it's really valuable. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. Here's uh, Dr. Tortino. Andrew, thanks for taking the time today and sitting down and chit-chatting. I'm excited to learn about how you run your practice, how kind of your approach, we talked about this before we got on, but your approach to wellness, which is a buzzword, as well as more of like acute management. I've, we've shared clients, I've heard great things, but I'd love to kind of learn the nuts and bolts of your methodology and maybe like what a session would look like with you. But before we get into the, the fun stuff, for our audience, can you give them a little background of who you are, where you work, and maybe like your, I don't want to get into too much detail, but like a little bit of a career path, maybe like a mentor or like some sort of resources that helped carve to where you got to currently. That's for sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks a lot, Nick. For yeah. Sitting down and uh, doing a brain dump together. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I'm Dr. Andrew Torchio, uh, owner, co-owner of Pangea Chiropractic in Bend, Oregon. Um, a little bit of my background, my wife and I, we graduated from Palmer College of Chiropractic in 2012. Um, and anytime you learn something new and you're super, super passionate yeah. and on fire about it, um, I think the best thing that you can do is go out and see if it's actually yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, very much so. You know, I mean, yeah. the, like the first time I watched my dad uh, do work on the lawnmower, all I want to do is see if I could figure out how to get a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, my wife and I, we graduated from, from school, got our doctorate, and then we, we traveled over to India. Oh, cool. Um, we spent pretty much a year in India. Uh, and at the time, we, I mean, gosh, we, were, we still are on fire about chiropractic. Yeah. And we'll get into some of that. But we, there, there was only maybe a dozen trained Western trained chiropractors in the entire country of India at the time. So we were kind of going, I guess, kind of rogue and just wanted to see what it was like to work with patients and see the healing powers of their body come to life without having all, I mean, you're a provider, you know, there's there's stuff that we have to deal with here outside of actual uh, patient care. Yeah. Um, So we spent about a year over there and, and took care of, Probably, I mean, over 10,000 people. Wow. Um, okay. And just got to see these amazing miracles happen and, and test this chiropractic thing that we were so excited about but never really got to apply it. Yeah. Um, and then we, we moved to Bend. We didn't know a single person here and, and just hooked it and hit the Why? streets. Tell Why us, Bend? Telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, I mean, you could go anywhere, right? True. I mean, yeah. Anywhere you want. It's one of the beauties of, of 
being a healthcare yeah. provider. It's yeah. like pick, pick your dot on the map. Yes. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. I actually was working for a pharmaceutical company before I went to chiropractic school. Okay. Okay. That's a whole other story. Yeah. So I got to see that world yeah. before coming to this world of, yeah. of natural healing. And my wife and I were young and we weren't married at the time, yeah. young and looking for adventure. And yeah. we wanted to pick a place that we fell in love with. We figured if we find a place that we love and want to raise kids there, then yep. we're going to be happy, number one. Number two, if we can't make it in a place that we love, we ain't going to make it anywhere else. True. <laughs> We've already been to India and worked yeah. in a third world country. Yeah. Um, so we're like, shoot, let's just go somewhere that... Yeah. We love. And yeah. We just picked Bend because cool. it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, many, so many reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the best yeah. place in the world yeah. to live, which yeah. in, in many ways it is. Yeah, yeah. So okay. here we are, man. So then, how would you describe your methodology to chiropractic care? Do you have like pillars that you kind of hang your hat on, or like a philosophy? I mean, outside of just like the basic like joint alignment, manipulation, mobility stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great question. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was having a conversation with one of my other doctors. So we have four doctors in our clinic, uh-huh. um, and we meet every week, and we have deep discussions just yeah. like this. Um, and, and really, I mean, for the average person listening, most people have heard of chiropractic. Yes. And what we also know is that most people really, they might have an opinion about it yeah. based on what they've heard, but they really don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, like, dentistry... Everyone's heard of dentistry. Everyone has an opinion, but everyone knows I go to the dentist and this is pretty standard what's going to happen. Yeah. And here are the things that I do because I have yeah. teeth. Here are the things that I have to do to keep my teeth healthy. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't, I'm going to pay the consequence. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to end Cavity up in the dentist really. office yeah, yeah, yeah. having a, you know, yeah. that, hearing that drill go off. Yeah. So, you know, our, our, our philosophy and principle on chiropractic, which formulates our core values, is, is really kind of based on these four things. Okay. Like, number one, um, we believe, and I know this to be true, that yeah. the body is self-healing and self-regulating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've existed on this planet as humans for thousands and thousands of yeah. years, and how are we still here? Yeah, yeah. You know, without all this new medical intervention, it's yeah. essentially new in the past hundred years. So the body is self-healing and self-regulating, number one. Yeah. Um, number two is that there's this thing in our body called our spine, and inside the spine lives our central nervous system, yeah. the spinal cord that connects yeah. with the brain. Yeah. Um, and it is the central nervous system that controls all forms of life in every cell tissue and organ in our body. So I'm really interested in that. Yeah. Like I know that's my yeah. that's my portal of entry to someone's health. Yeah. Tapping into the thing that controls their health. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Love it. Okay. Um, number three, our body is smart, not stupid. Yeah. And you know that yeah. your world yeah, yeah, is like yeah, 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 if your body's in pain or you're feeling some symptom, it's because your your nervous system is telling you something is wrong. Yeah. Right? It's like that. The flashing check engine light. Yes. It doesn't tell you what's wrong. It tells you yeah. something's wrong. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth thing that, that we absolutely believe to be true, and we work with our patients on this on a regular, consistent basis, is that um, we need life to heal. Yeah. And when you cut your, if you cut your finger on a, on a corpse, it's not going to heal because there's yeah. no life there. Yeah. So my approach and philosophy in chiropractic is, is that if we can tap into the system that gives us that life, and remove all this interference mm-hmm. that comes in many different forms. Yeah. If we can tap into that and stimulate and promote more of that life force in the body, yep. <laughs> then everyone's going to yeah. be receiving some form of, of uh, advancement or uh, shift in their health to be in a better state. So those are the four principles yeah. we live by. Love it. Okay. And uh, So then... It gets really fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if we just like 
practically think about it. So you start a session, like what is like an exam or a principal or something look like? Like what is this? You have Jim come in, maybe he's in because of back pain. Do you look at some movement stuff? How are you assessing? How do these four principles come up in like a treatment session? Totally. Yeah. So there's there's two main two main forms of chiropractic, yeah. and every listener will probably already maybe yeah. know at least the first form is like palliative care. Yeah. Like my back hurts. Mm-hmm. I need help. Yeah. All right. Um, and and that's a completely that's one piece of the approach. Number mm-hmm. one is acute pain management. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the second form is now okay Jim is feeling better now what yeah all right and that's where the whole lifestyle of chiropractic comes in it really fits into those four principles that I brought up so if a new patient comes in I mean first just like you do Nick you need to give them a thorough assessment yes certain criteria we have to do I mean everyone needs an exam everyone needs a consultation Mm -hmm. but our approach is going to be a little bit different Um, we've put a lot of value on taking our approach to the extreme. And what I mean by that is the nervous system and spine is, is, is very complicated. Yes. Um, and just because someone has back pain doesn't mean that Jim's back pain is going to be the same as Rick's yeah, back very pain. Very different, yeah. Right, so we, we're really thorough. Um, we want to be as specific and precise as we can. We take x-rays, radiographic imaging on, on not all of our patients, but mm-hmm. most of our patients. Yeah. And then we build a case to make sure that we have the clinical indicators to do the, yeah. the, the diagnostic testing. Yeah. Um, after we do the diagnostic testing, then we need to figure out, okay, you have back pain, yes, but where is it really coming from? Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, if usually you feel the, like here... Yeah. Usually the pain spot's not where the issue is. It's where the compensation is. Most of yeah. the listeners maybe yeah. can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we explain it? It's, it's like a dog chasing their tail around a circle. Yeah. If you're only focusing on the pain, you can completely miss the cause. Yes. So our approach is we go as deep to the source of where life exists in the body, which in our world is the nervous system. It's covered by that suit of armor called your spine. Yeah. And all those vertebra, those 24 vertebra. Um, and we try to understand and relate to the specific person because you have unique x-rays that are yours, mm-hmm. your spinal alignment, your neurological alignment, um, how your body's functioning, your muscle tone, your balance, your, your physical exam, yeah. your, your postural yeah. checks. All that plays in to adding in the diagnosis and then coming up with an individual treatment plan yeah. that, that not only makes sense, but we have, we have clinical indicators it can really help us understand yeah. where is your back pain coming from? Because your back pain is not coming from the same place that anyone else's back pain is coming from. I can True. almost 100% guarantee Yes. And there's no one adjustment yeah. in the chiropractic setting that is yeah. going to fix all the back pain. No. And there's not one... Whatever, exercise you know, or... Yeah, just, yeah. Everyone's unique yeah. and individual. Agreed. Yeah. So. so then do you do stuff in addition to manipulation? Are you doing soft tissue work or I don't know, a stem or well, I'm going to give you 12 more buzzwords. Yeah. Like, all yeah. those modalities. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. in, you know, in the chiropractic setting, mm-hmm. you're going to see A to Z. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's a especially, especially in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, we have the widest chiropractic scope in the entire yeah. U.S. Yeah. So going to one chiropractor is going to be much different than going to maybe any other chiropractor. Yeah. Or just the same in your own. Yeah, yeah, very you much know, so. You create this unique experience yeah. to help people heal and get, get results that yep. we know that they want. Yeah. Um, so in our world, um, I believe, and, and this is this is our model, Yeah. 
what's the one thing that we do our absolute best? Yeah. And that is spinal adjusting. Yeah. Um, we know that it, that's a complicated, I and mean, we spent our whole lives mastering how to yeah. make very specific adjustments yeah. on this very specific person in front of us. Yeah, yeah. We spent our whole life mastering that one skill. Um, so we put 98% of our energy into mastering that one thing. Got it. Um, do we have some other gadgets and yeah. you know tools in our yeah. toolbox? Yes. However, we focus on that one thing that we do really, 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 really good, and we, we hone in on that. Yeah, love um, it. So yeah. the majority of our work is, is done with spinal adjusting. So are you doing peripheral adjustments at all, or mostly spinal? Um, we do yeah. uh, extremity adjustments. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, you know, good chiropractors train yeah. on how to adjust Everything. all joints in the body. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's over 20 bones in the feet. Yeah. 20 over 20 bones in the hands. Yes. Yeah. Over 20 bones in the skull. Yeah. So yeah, we do a lot of extremity care. Yeah. Um, but on a on a percentage. I mean, yeah, it's case minimal. specific. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So then just kind of break down like what a session would look like. You find a segment of dysfunction, you get it moving well. What's like a follow-up plan for a, a client? Do you see them the next week or like, how do you like progress from there? We have, um, we, we built a model that, well, let me back up a little yeah, bit. I gotta yeah. lay a little bit of ground. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it, yeah. So once again, there's two types of chiropractic care. There's yeah. the acute management of my back hurts and I want to get my back adjusted and I want to get back out yeah. to ride my bike. Yeah. Okay. I would explain it to people like, okay, if you have a cavity in your tooth, brushing your teeth is not going to make that cavity go away. It needs yeah, like acute, yeah. it needs a treatment. You need to get that cavity removed and you need to get a cat. Yes. The approach that follows afterward is now how can I be a better advocate for my teeth? Yeah, I like that. Okay. So it gets it gets complicated for maybe your listeners yeah. that what is my what is my approach? What is my plan to help the person in front of me? Yeah. Sometimes people are seeking palliative care. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I have a headache. Give me an Advil right now because yeah, I, I have twenty five things I need to do today, and I need to get rid of this. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. And, and chiropractic does work in the same yeah. sense. Yeah. And our approach, I'm more interested in, we have this organ called the spinal column. Yeah. We know, Nick, for yeah. certain, I've got 12 years of experience and over yeah. 100,000 adjustments under yeah. my belt. 90% or more of what we see is an acute representation of a chronic issue. Yes. Yes. So, agree 100%. my world, I'm, yeah. I'm interested in... I. I know that we can help someone with low back pain. I mean, yeah. it's, I know it to be true. Yeah. Yeah. I think the chiropractic is one of the best, if not yeah. the best places yeah. to start. Yeah. But now I'm interested in now how can I how can I educate this person on how to have better movement patterns, yeah. of course, less pain, more function in their life. But then there's this whole other story about neurological impulses yeah. that is a, kind of the unsung reality about chiropractic yeah. care. So. Um, we develop treatment plans for our patients. Yeah. Um, my locally, if you're listening, I mean, we're not like the spin-off walking chiropractic clinic. Yeah. I mean, my value is because we're going to put so much emphasis in care on yeah. developing a treatment plan. Um, we're going to want to develop a realistic approach to stick to a plan. Yeah. We know that outcomes are better. 
We know that um, the propensity of those issues coming back are far less. We know that there's other benefits that people get when they actually have a plan. Um, and most people have never had a plan for their spine. True. True. This is like mind blowing yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. What? Yeah. But the average person is like, yeah, I know my that's my spine right there. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing to protect it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so how do you see like manipulations influencing the nervous system then? So let's say chronic back pain, they're not in for an acute flare up. You notice whatever, let's just, we can make up a segment. You notice L4-5 is really dysfunctional, rotated, not sitting where it should be. Um, you get an awesome cavitation readjustment. You go back to an x-ray or retest. It looks better. How do you think that change presents neurologically and maybe how that would affect their function then? Um, the, when we make a specific adjustment on yeah. the spine yeah. with intent, so and this, is the, this is the main thing. Yeah. It, in my world of chiropractic, it's not essentially just cavitating a bone. Yes. It's this bone has rotated this direction yeah. and is causing neurological deficits down here. And, and you know, a bone has muscles and connective yeah. tissue attached to it. Inside of that motor unit, mm -hmm. those two bones, there's yeah. a spinal column. Yeah. And out of that motor unit comes two big nerves. Yeah. And those nerves exit to control certain tissues, Whatever organs, and cells. Yeah. Yeah. We know this to be true. This is the yeah. way that the body was designed. Yeah. yeah. So when there is motion deficit of, of a spinal motor unit, we know that clinically, and it's been scientifically proven, that it alters the neurological impulses, mm -hmm. not only at that level, with inflammatory responses happening around yeah. that, that nerve tissue, not only at that level, but then we have compensation or compensatory yeah. levels above that yeah. have to counterbalance. I mean, the body is amazing. Yeah, that's if one thing goes one way, if one muscle yeah. fires incorrectly yeah. here, we have an antagonist yeah. over here that's going to be trying to balance yeah. it. Yeah. Right? So we don't think it, we know it, yeah. that when there's a, a motor unit, I'm talking about like L4, L5, yeah. it's not moving correctly. Mm -hmm. There's a neurological deficit, whether it can be measured in a, a clinical setting yeah. in an office is yeah. one thing, but we know neurologically there's a deficit happening. Yeah. It either gets excited, yeah. becomes over-exaggerated, yeah. or it becomes diminished. Yeah. So we also know like this is the L L4-5, yeah. that nerve goes somewhere. Yeah. And wherever that nerve goes, that organ, let's just say uh, the hamstring, yeah. that organ has to then communicate back to the brain. Yeah. So um, it creates this altered nerve neural impulse yep. of communicating with the brain and um and I, and I read a i read an article it's been a couple of years yep. now but in a neuroscience article yep. that, it, that really broke this down and uh in in, in neural neuroscience they're now saying and suggesting that movement of the spine is the primary nutrient for the brain yeah yeah i believe that so <laughs> so back to what you originally said yeah how is it affecting neurology it's affecting everything. Yeah, locally and distally. Yeah. I mean, the, our entire body is a neural pathway. Yeah. yeah. And anytime we have these interference pathways uh, or the, these pathways interfered with, yeah. we're going to have mental impulses change. And this is where it gets really fun. Yeah. Because uh, someone who has a chronic degenerative misalignment in their lower back, yeah. we're seeing neurological changes in their brain. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, I mean, like we, we just snowball yeah. on this. Yeah. There was another really yeah. amazing study that was done not that long ago yeah. um, on Olympic Taekwondo athletes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, these are like arguably some of the best athletes yeah. in the world. Great movers. Usually. Great movers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this this group of, of chiropractors and scientists, they did a very analytical proper analysis yeah. of their spine. Yeah. They delivered a chiropractic adjustment. Yeah to these individuals. And it wasn't all the same thing. It was, yeah. what is your body telling us it needs through this analysis? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on you, I adjusted your L3. Yeah. And this guy over here yeah. uh, had a pelvic yeah. ilium misalignment, yeah. adjusted it, cleared it out to restore proper function of those joints. Yeah. They did a pre-study on the quadricep muscle uh-huh. for um, uh, strength of the quadricep muscle. Yeah, force output, whatever. Got yeah. it, yeah. right? Yeah. They did the assessment, delivered one specific chiropractic yeah. adjustment, did a follow-up study yeah. on that quadricep muscle. Yeah. Okay, strength output went up 8%. Yeah, just like that. These are yeah. asymptomatic, yeah. world-class athletes, yeah. just like that. Yeah. They did the same study on lay people, like, yeah. like you and I, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. Olympic athletes. Yeah. I don't Far think, right? Far from it. I know of. <laughs> yeah. The force output went up even more. Yeah. It was like 13 or 15%. Yeah. Asymptomatic people yeah. with neurological deficit detected in their yeah. spinal motor units. Yeah. And the keyword is asymptomatic. Yeah. So we know clinically we're, we're certain of this. Yeah. But the, the average population, I mean, they're like, what? What? Why? Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, the one that kills me, at least in the PT world, is like there's this big debate on like is manual therapy worthwhile or is it all a facade? There's so many. Uh, we can talk about that forever too. But yeah. first off, if it absolutely does nothing and it makes the patient better, then it's worth doing from my point of view. I don't believe that. But if that's true and they leave feeling better, who cares if it didn't or didn't do what I said? I don't, I'm going to keep doing it. But the other is like you can do your pre-test like you're talking about. Maybe they have fatigable weakness at L5-S1 because the nerves impinged. The great toe extension has nothing. Just burns out super quick. You manipulate the spine or you do whatever mobilization you want to be doing and they get instantaneous changes. Like how is that not proof that whatever hands-on technique you did wasn't effective? Well, and and some of it is like how how do you actually... How can you clinic? Sometimes our yeah. brain can't understand clinically how yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And then that's where it gets really fun because yeah. a lot of like physical medicine, yeah. it defies our brain's ability to yeah. comprehend yeah. Yeah. what's happening. I and mean, then we, someone who's against it might just say, well, if you just got them moving well and moving often, it would just naturally fix itself. But like you're saying, the, the compensation patterns is you're just going to keep using what you're good at and avoiding what you're bad at. And so you might move better, but you're really just masking the issue versus addressing it. Or at some point, you truly have to isolate it, reintegrate it, get it moving. Uh, it's just like a whole interesting debate where in PT world, it's like PTs are like fighting each other over this, where it's just shouldn't even be up for debate. From and my so do chiropractors fight yeah. chiropractors? Chiropractors yeah. fight PTs, yeah. and it's like, yeah. wait, we're all in this. We're all in this together. Yeah, why? <laughs> and, and there's no one way. There's always multiple ways to do it, but I don't right. think you should throw certain treatment approaches underneath the bus just because you don't have a belief for it or whatever. No. Um, and, we're, and at the end of the day, it's how can we how can we serve this? Yeah. How can we serve each other? Yeah. And I always I always tell people I need you and you need yeah. me. 
Yeah. And when we can get on the same page and be like, okay, we're all in this thing called life together. Yeah. And I may be really, really, really good at what I do. Yeah. And that also means that I'm really, really, really good at knowing what I'm not good at. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where someone fills that thing. void. Yeah. Um, so for us, one of the big things that we try to promote, and I know it's a word I brought up to start, is the idea of like being proactive, wellness, you taking charge of your health and trying to like be, again, proactive to make sure future issues don't happen. For us, you know, that might be like having tune-up sessions, that might be home program design, that might be trying to coach them up through more fitness things as well as recovery and stress management. From your guys' point of view, you got the pain to go away they're moving better how do you promote that like long-term end game plan with with your clients like what's that conversation like what's it maybe look like practically how do you guys cross that that bridge it's great yeah. it's great um i heard this quote i think it will kind of summarize everything yeah. and it, it just changed my life yeah uh, and it says you either pay for your wellness or you will pay for your sickness Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And it's like a yeah. mic drop moment. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We live in a world today where everyone is looking for that magic pill, potion, or lotion. Mm-hmm. In the, we live in an instant gratification world. Yeah, which okay? I don't blame the individual. And I think it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. But I can pull up my cell phone yeah. and find anything in three seconds. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. But that's not how healing works. No. Far from it. Yeah. Healing is an ongoing lifetime journey and we're either in the state of homeostasis or balance or we're not yeah and the goal is is how can we stay in this homeostatic state because our body is constantly being insulted by millions of stressors yeah some that we're able to detect and others that we're not able to detect yeah that's a fact that's static we're always going to be insulted with these stressors so once again, some people are looking, they want to feel better. Yeah. But I believe, and I challenge all my patients, yes, we want to feel better right now. And yes, we also want to live a life that we're designed to have. Yeah. And that's where the fun comes into yeah. play. Because if we can change, if we can shift someone from, I have headaches and migraines every day, or I have wake up every day with low back pain. Yeah. If we can shift them out of that space and get them moving better, feeling better, and functioning better, then they're open to having a conversation. Yeah. Now, how can I make sure that this is my new, this is my new norm? Yeah. And, and how can I make sure that I'm stacking the odds in my favor that not only do I feel good, but I can stay on the trails, I can yep. pick up my kids, and I can live the life that I'm designed to have. Um, and this is where the lifestyle of chiropractic peace comes yeah. in. And I, we, we, we do a really good job, but we can always do better, is by, by helping people understand that this can be a lifestyle for you, or this can be a quick fix for you. Yeah. If this is a quick fix for you, because the stressors of being human are so great, mm-hmm. the likelihood that it comes back are probably pretty high. Yeah. If we just yeah. look at the way that we live our lives. Yeah. Sit in chairs all day, work yeah. on the computer all day. Yeah. That's not a very good no, place it's not easy. to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my my encouragement always is, is is that we have a long term approach for spinal yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Um, because the stressors never go away. Well, I think a good way to think about it is our modern, you kind of said it, but our modern lifestyle promotes inefficiency and dysfunction. So if you're passive in the process, eventually you're a ticking time bomb and something catches up to you. When we were caveman or whatever, you're on your feet all day, moving all day. We just, yeah, we're set up for pain basically. (laughs) 
So, Unfortunately, we yeah. are in this modern yeah. technology world. There's yeah. a lot of tools that we can use to help ourselves yeah. in advancement. Um, and it also is debilitating to yes. our well-being. Yeah. So I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate for wellness yeah. care. Yeah. And um, my wife says it's the best because we take care of a lot of children in our yeah. office. Yeah. It's easier to raise a healthy child than fix a broken adult. Very much so. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, right? And yeah. in, in your world and working yeah. with athletes yeah. and... Once you get to the place where you're feeling good, doesn't it make sense to just to want to stay there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm 50 yeah. pounds overweight yeah. and, I, and I lose 50 pounds, yeah. it's easier to stay at that healthy weight yeah. than it is to lose it. Yeah. And it, but then, and then it takes less energy once you're there to keep it. To yeah. keep it there. Yeah. yeah. So I think the hard thing is to get a change in behavior on that perspective. And I know it's something I don't have the answers to, but like. Somebody will buy a new 10,000 mountain bike every year, $10,000 mountain bike every year. They'll go on 25 vacations, but to invest in their health and longevity is something they'll like penny pinch or try to limit or avoid or want a quick fix. Where if you can help them get the perspective that this is going to keep you playing with your grandkids and on the bike where your 45 trips to ski in Utah, keep it up, power to you. But like we got to somehow prioritize I call it your flow. Like, what is the best Amen. flow for you to like stay active and have a good perspective on things? It's hard. The, the, the cool thing, we, yeah. can, we can go yeah. a, a really far direction <laughs> there yeah. and stop me if we get too far. Yeah. But you know, our our our, our healthcare model. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not I'm not bashing it, but it, yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, our healthcare model has has promoted uh-huh. this. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Or if it is broke, then you have know, surgery. Have surgery or <laughs> take drastic. these pills yeah. or these injections. Yeah. Um, and the unfortunate thing in that model is there's this thing called insurance. Yeah. Um, and and I would argue on, on our, our side, Nick, mm-hmm. is that people actually, I don't believe that they want to wait for that to be the solution. Yeah. Like innately, you know, we get in our trucks or our cars every day yeah. and we drive and we have this thing called insurance. Yeah. And heaven forbid, if you get an accident, that insurance is going to cover you. Yeah. That, that insurance does not keep your car on the road. I mean, heck, I just dropped two grand yesterday yeah. on new tires for my wife's <laughs> car. Yeah. yeah. You know, oil changes. I mean, but you don't go to the insurance company for that. It won't touch it. So yeah. it, it, that's just interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And, but that, that conversation, I mean, I've looked deep into that. Yeah. Um, it's just that's the promotion of of that model which has infiltrated our brains to think that if this thing i call an insurance card is not going to pay for it then i must not need it or who do i have to sacrifice yeah but steve jobs said it the best steve jobs said i'm one of the richest men in the world and whenever he passed away the guy wasn't that old was he like in his 50s yeah wasn't that old i'm one of the richest men in the world and i'm gonna die yeah no money can fix it no money can fix it yeah and so my 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 philosophy for health is yeah. just that, you know, it is our, you, yeah. it is your responsibility to take care of yourself, no one else's. Yeah. And when you make these smaller investments, it's making health not only a priority, which I do think most people want their health to be a priority. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you make these small investments, not only has it become affordable, yeah. but the outcome on the yeah. tail end is life changing. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. happen by accident. And it takes time and you got to like, Absolutely. yeah, give it. Yeah. 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 That's very interesting. Um, what's, <laughs> what's, 
let's pivot a little bit. So let's just say if I'm a client or a patient or whatever we want to call them and I'm seeing a chiropractor, how do I know if I'm seeing a respectable provider? Not that there's good and bad everything, but how do I know if the treatment I'm getting is appropriate, effective? I guess I could go the other way. How do I know if I'm not getting the right treatment or what would be some fad things that you think people are overdoing? How do I know if the chiropractor I'm seeing is efficient? I don't want to throw anything underneath the bus, but yeah. I know it's something people ask me and I give them my answer, but I'm not a chiropractor, yeah. so I, I, yeah. I kind of make that up a little bit. But I, yeah. mean, I tell people all the time, it just comes down to I mean, treat your chiropractor, if that's the specific yeah. question, treat yeah. your chiropractor if you treat, treat anyone else. Yeah. I mean, the person that works on your truck or the dentist that works yeah. on your teeth yeah. or the cleaning person who cleans your house, you yeah. can ask them specific questions to make sure that the job is getting done right. True. Yeah. And you have to have a level of confidence, yeah. clarity, yeah. conviction, and trust. Yeah. And every single time that, that I've ever had this conversation with a patient, which I you know, I, I actually welcome it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as care providers, yeah. we really think we, we yeah. If someone trusts us, we as a provider have conviction and clarity, yeah. and then we're trustworthy and can communicate. Yeah. Here's our outcomes. Here's our goals. Here's our how we're measuring it. Yeah. And 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 I'm doing a good job educating you on what this can do for you. Then we're going to be a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody's not for everyone, if that makes well, sense. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why there's a hundred PTs in this town yeah, and a hundred chiropractors yeah, in this ton. town. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. And I would welcome a hundred more. Yeah. That would be an even better thing yeah. because not everyone's being served in the capacity that we're at. True. Agreed. Yeah. So um, it just comes down to clarity and understanding. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm a chiropractor and I'm not educating you on what we're doing and how we're measuring the outcomes mm-hmm. and what keeping in mind what is your goal. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a chiropractor and I don't know what your goals are, yeah. we have a discrepancy there. Yeah. Because you're gonna lose track. Why, why am I? Why am I getting adjusted? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? And if I'm, and if I'm a chiropractor <laughs> yeah. and I don't have specific criteria and goals that I'm working yeah. towards, and how can I convey that to you? Yeah. And how Agreed. can I show you that? Yeah. Um, so it's just like anything else. I mean, if, if I'm doing something and there's yeah. no there's no understanding, then mm-hmm. the exchange is not being yeah. made fairly. Yeah. Agreed. But if we have that from day one, and then we constantly are reviewing that, huge. Then we're in fair yeah. exchange, yeah. And, and it's a win-win for yeah. everyone because yeah. you get maximum benefit. You've created a wellness model for yourself. I'm still working hard every single day yeah. when I'm doing my care. Uh, there's not it's not cookie cutter because yes. your body's not cookie cutter. Yeah. yeah. Um, those are all the things. I mean, we hear about this all the time in the yeah. chiropractic space. Yeah. Hey, I go in there and I just get the same thing over and over again, and it feels like. What the, are we doing? It's hard as a, a patient, though, because everybody has great intentions. Everybody's hopefully a, a good person. No one's a dick unless something's wrong with you. <laughs> but and so you like the person, right? But then, like, I see people who um, they've seen the PT for 20 sessions or three months, and their pain's no better than when they started, but they keep going because the, they like hanging out and they like the interaction. But then at some point, you're like, are my getting the changes and so for me like especially with our initial assessments like I say like if there's not a change in two to three weeks what we're doing isn't working now to like run further or jump higher whatever your goal is yeah it's going to take longer than that but it shouldn't be like 
give me six months to see if it makes a difference, especially with the nervous system, as we talked about, the instantaneous changes. And if you're following it up with the right stimulus, you shouldn't have to just drag it on or like, yeah, you've heard the stories of people going for three years straight and they still have the same pain as when they started. And those are things that I'm like, gosh, like, can we try to prevent that? And it, and it all yeah. comes down to, again, yeah. is, is, is what is the objective? Yes. If yeah. the objective is I'm in pain and I need to get out of pain, yeah. I will have no problem saying this. And I promise you yeah. taking a pain pill will work better than a chiropractic adjustment yes. and getting the pain to go away. Yeah. And if that's your only objective, then that happens fast. Yeah. But if the objective is something different, hey, I have 20 years of chronic degenerative disc disease in my yeah. lower back. Yeah. I've been in chronic pain for 20 years. That isn't going to go away yeah. instantaneously. And that's where I said clarity and conviction and, and yeah. communication. Those are the fundamental pieces of any business, let yeah. alone in healthcare. It's like if we have 20 years of something, and I, and I'm, I'm, I absolutely 100% believe this to be true, that over 90, yeah. 95% of the, the, the cases we see are an acute display of something chronic. Yeah. And the x-rays tell the story Yeah, yeah. because this doesn't degenerate yeah. in three weeks or waking up with a sore <laughs> no, neck. No. Then, then there has to be an understanding of what is the objective and what yeah. are your goals. Yeah. Because it can be the case where someone has, you know, five years of, of low back pain yeah. and they are, are seeing subtle, gentle improvements. Yeah slowing the degenerative disc disease and they can still be in pain yeah, yeah but if the objective is how can i manage and maintain this motor unit so that i'm not getting surgery in 10 years mm -hmm. and that's my objective and i know that there's going to be some peaks and valleys along the way and i know that as the clinician and you know yeah. that as the patient then we're in fair exchange yeah yeah but if it's like hey your pain's going to go away and if it's not gone in, in three days with yeah. treatments yeah. then i'm not it's not working yeah well, I don't know. Yeah. It's just communication. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then back to the quick fix thing is people think like, oh, if I have surgery, I'm just going to be better than I was ever. And really, docs would never say this, but like when you have surgery, you're never going to be 100%. The goal is that you're so bad off that you want to, you're at 60% and you're trying right. to get back to 80. Um, and so that's another harsh reality I give people is like, yeah, you had your... ACL fixed and you're going to be better than before surgery but you're not going to be 12 again like there's some changes right. that happen let alone a lumbar fusion or a, like a disectomy I feel like on some levels is a, is a joke unless it's truly leading to foot drop or something like that but now you have this disc that has a hole in it and now lost its structural integrity and you blow it out again in six months or six years it's just like a, a band-aid well um, I mean yeah. Not to go too far down that yeah, road for yeah. this conversation, yeah. but you know the reality is, is I mean I've seen I've seen studies where yeah. they take asymptomatic, yeah, thirty five or forty year olds, yeah, men and women, throw them in a, an MRI tube and do an MRI yeah. of their all, lumbar spine. Yeah. They're all jacked. Over half of them have disc bulges. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and even after, I mean, gosh, if someone has to have surgery mm -hmm. and it is last resort, yeah. The surgeon does their job. Yeah, the surgery didn't go wrong. The yeah. surgeon does their yeah. job, yeah. hopefully really well. Yeah. But the surgeon's job then isn't, let's have follow-ups, let's get yeah. a recovery plan in place, yeah. 
Let's make sure that this disc is being protected. Let's yep. make sure your L4, L5 are moving correctly. And yeah. That's not their job. No. Their so, job is the surgery, not the follow-up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then yeah. there has to be, and, and I, people get this. Yeah. You know, this was urgent and I, and I got this done. Now what? Yes. And it's the now what that yeah. always gets missed. Yes. And yeah. it's the now what that makes the difference in their yeah. life later. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, we could, I could keep asking questions, but I want to do one question that I always finish with people is theme of this podcast is optimizing performance in life on any and all levels. What are, what are you working on yourself? What do you want to get better on this year in 2022? Are you trying question. to read more? Are you trying to do some fitness goal? Is it a work life balance? What, what are you, what are you doing this year to get better? Yeah. yeah. I, I could talk to you about this for three hours <laughs> because I, I am yeah. always like, yeah, I, like I'm a nerd when it comes yeah. to health. So yeah. I go above and beyond. It's just part of yeah. my life, but yeah. I know most people aren't like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I drift, you know, I'm really into biohacking. I'm yeah. really into fasting. Like yeah. Fasting's changed my life yeah. in the past three years. And, and I kind of go on all these little tangents and yeah. I, I go into it. Um, but this year, the, the, the one, probably the biggest theme has been around leadership. I like it. Um, yeah. uh, our world's in a weird place. <laughs> you can say that again. Yeah, shootings and pandemic and, and war. Yeah. I'm most interested, and our economy's in a weird, we could have yeah. hour-long podcasts yeah. on all these yeah. topics. Our, yeah. our economy's in a really weird place. Yeah. Um, people are hurting coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, businesses are struggling. Yeah. Um, there's talk, and I believe that we're in a, one of the biggest recessions, yeah. certainly in my lifetime. Yeah. And I'm a yeah. business owner. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I work in the business of health. Yeah. So I'm, I'm focused and my team and I are really focused on how do we become big, just the best leaders. Yeah. Because I know in this, these years ahead of us and even the past two years, in moments of uncertainty, people need a leader. Yeah. Uh, people need to learn how to lead themselves. Yeah. So we've just invested heavily financially, but also time, yeah. time-wise and just, just studying mastery level okay yeah. how can we be better leaders for ourselves and better leaders for our community yeah. when it comes to health yeah so i'm there's all in a, on that i'm all in <laughs> blanking on the name of the book there's a book by jocko willingham or however you say his last name a yeah. navy seal i think oh, yeah. it's called leadership oh, I'm gonna, i should I, I, know, I know the book yeah. you're talking it's about, super yeah. interesting so they put a story from the navy seals about like some crazy war thing and like how the leadership prevailed and how it led to the team uniting and then he takes that same theme and then goes into like a business mentorship where that same theme goes over and he puts it into like the real world uh very yeah i highly recommend it i mean you can listen on audiobook as well yeah but everything jocko does yes it's just yeah he's just a cool <laughs> cool dude uh all right well if people want to get a, a hold of you how can they find you if they want to seek care how do they get in touch with you or i don't know if you're on social media or other avenues like how do they learn about your practice and yeah get in touch with you if they're interested we're on all social media yeah. channels yeah. it's uh, pangea pangea chiropractic okay p-a-n-g-e-a okay um and if you're local and uh -huh. want to you know watch our youtube videos yeah. or if you want to come in and schedule a, a new patient appointment yeah. pangeachiropractic.com perfect you can make your appointment online or okay. if anyone has any questions um just shoot us an email yeah and uh, I'll respond personally. Sweet. So. Well, that was awesome. Learned from you. I got to learn about your practice. I know the audience will really appreciate it. So I thank you for uh, making the time. 
Thanks a lot. Nick. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, where our goal is to help you optimize your capacity on any and all fronts. If you care to learn more about capacity and what we do, go to capacitypt.com or follow us on social media at capacity.pt or follow this podcast on any podcast platforms. Thanks.